So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Thanks for checking out the Sports Kid Wrestling Podcast. If you want even more from us, get Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw every single Monday night, Dutch Mantel covering AEW Rampage and SmackDown, and the biggest breaking news with you, the fans, talking about it five days a week with Top Story, all on this podcast feed. It is the story of the wrestling world. Two of the most powerful female superstars in WWE reportedly walk out on the company live during Monday Night Raw, forcing the entire show to be changed and altered, affecting everything in WWE from top to bottom. What happened? Why do we think it happened? And what do we know? We'll dive into all of the story with legendary wrestling journalist Bill Apter. Plus, woo, the roast of Ric Flair is going to be added to SummerSlam weekend with StarCast 5. Plus, 2K22 has a bunch of new playable content being added as well. Plus, your comments on screen. You share that link or you stink. I will turn this podcast around. So we'll behave. Watch out, 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 what's up everybody, it's Kev Callum, Jeremy Bennett, and Jose G with the legendary Bill Apter, well, so thank much you. to Before get into. Before we start anything here, you did refer to our top, top story as pro wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, it is a WWE story, so it's sports entertainment. So I don't like the Shame. way you're portraying this. I'm out of here. Shame. No, oh, no, 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 no. Bill, Bill, Bill. We want to keep you on, Bill. We want to keep you on now. All right. Bill, you can give Kevin 10 lashes like Wardlow's going to get tomorrow night. No, no. I was doing a Sasha and Naomi. Oh, okay. Walking out in the middle of the lot. Walking out live, you know. That's what I do. All right. If you're with us for the first time, don't make it the last time. Sound off on the lead story here. Sasha Banks and Naomi reportedly walk out on WWE, just laying out everything that happened. They are aware of something uh, going on with their role on the show before the show. And while the show begins, at some point in the early stages of Monday Night Raw, they go into the office of John Laurinaitis. Hey there, pal. And according to WWE, in a statement they put out, what can I do put for the titles you, ladies? on it put the titles on the table, express that they are uncomfortable with someone they were performing with, though they've performed with this person many times before, and they leave the show, even though, as they said in the same statement, WWE is a scripted live show with characters that are con- or performers are ca- uh, contracted to perform their characters in the storyline presented for the show and all these different things. So they put out a statement live during the show, all right? On the show, they reference this, they had to change something mid promo with Becky Lynch and go to commercial, which was awkward. 
reportedly during that commercial, Becky Lynch apparently pitched something to replace it, which would be Asuka. The match that would the, the Sasha Banks and Naomi would have performed in would have been a six-pack <laughs> challenge, which, according to Fightful and other sources, would have seen Naomi win the match, pinning Nikki Ash. Some other sources claim that there would have been a physical conflict between Naomi and Sasha Banks. That's not been confirmed. Uh, this storyline would have continued on to Friday night with Naomi winning the, the shot at the Raw Women's Championship, even though she's won half of the tag titles, and Sasha Banks winning a shot at Ronda Rousey, who's the SmackDown Women's Champion. So they would essentially be tag champs that would both get shots at the w- women's singles titles. Apparently, they weren't happy about this. They were not happy at all. Uh, there's a lot we still don't know about this story. And there's a lot of hearsay of when they walked out. Do they have a confrontation with Vince McMahon? We're told that they did. Uh, we have WWE saying that they did indeed talk to Laurinaitis and walk out and come in with their bags and say, here, the what can I do for you, ladies? Um, this is uh, something obviously a lot of people are paying attention to. This is one of the most talked about wrestling stories since WrestleMania. Yeah. And certainly has a lot of controversy on it. A lot of people yeah. obviously going off on WWE and you knew WWE was going to see that coming a mile away. Yeah. Bill, they they've they did some things they haven't done in a long time. Well, they, the they they called thing, these they called these unprofessional yeah, live on Monday. Thing, the first thing here to look at is that this is a new WWE because if somebody had done this in the past, it would be there might be a little bit going on on the internet, but they put out an actual statement mm-hmm. about this, which is so different from anything WWE has really. Mm-hmm done in the past they they usually keep their uh something like this uh internally pretty much mm-hmm. some of it might sink out but they put out their own official line which totally totally blew me away i i still can't figure out why they did that yeah and uh, some updates from sean ross sap here from fightful select uh originally it was uh um uncomfortable with people working the match which didn't really make sense because uh everybody in there is outside of bianca belair has been a uh, at least in the business for over a decade uh so sean rossap cleared that up and said that was not the case it was more towards the booking of the tag team titles and the lack thereof basically a lack of direction for those tag team titles uh where as kevin said naomi was going to face uh, bianca belair and then Sasha Banks was going to win a challenge to face Ronda Rousey on the mm-hmm. SmackDown side of things. And, of course, both of them scheduled to lose those matches. Um, so that was the the main thing, uh, according to uh, sources that Sean has talked to and some people that are kind of close to the situation as well, is just the frustration of where the the tag teams were kind of heading and just the fact that there's been no lack of direction ever since they won these uh, these tag titles uh they had pushed to uh have a, a kind of a a feud with Dewdrop and Nikki ASH where they've been starting a story with that on Raw uh they pushed they pushed for a couple of things uh got denied on those and uh so Wow, it ended up with a walkout, which became public, which was very interesting. You see, uh, props- if you're a contract player, if you're a contract player with that company, uh, just walk, you know, it's like being on a movie set and you you have accepted the part that you're playing, and uh, halfway through the filming, well, I don't like this. If you don't change it, I'm leaving. Yeah, come on. I mean, really, you put two professional uh, sports entertainers there and this was very unprofessional unless there is something of course 
that we do not know about that took place and about being uncomfortable with somebody. Maybe somebody said something to them that we well, do not know about. That's a, a source close to the situation uh, that was they were told to. Uh, uh, well, I, f- I forget the exact words, but it was basically fix your attitude was what was told to them. And that's apparently what set them off, according to a source that's close to Slap Naomi. Place, yeah. uh, props to Petey Williams and Kenny Dykstra, though. Uh, they were labeled as the producers for that uh, impromptu match with Becky Lynch and Oscar, which actually. So they had to out- put that match together live while Raw is on yep. the air. Yep, and yep. change the main event of the show. And basically stayed- two two agents that are pretty new with the company, Petey Williams and, of course, Kenny Dykstra, if you remember him from the, the Spirit Squad. Those yeah, are pretty sure. new agents. and they It's were- almost like this story affects more than just two people. Oh, wow. Well, it does. It does. <laughs> uh, there was so also this is- reports that, Go ahead. They, that there weren't any refs appointed to this match. There weren't mm-hmm. any producers appointed to this match. So this whole thing from the get, from the very beginning, it, it was almost destined to fail. And... It seems like Sasha Banks has like this thing with the tag titles where this this happened to her in 2019 with Sasha. She didn't walk out, but she had a situation where everybody was talking about Sasha Banks while she had the women's tag team titles. Same situation happening right now. We don't have all the details, but the details that we do have from good, reliable sources uh man it's it's unfortunate man i don't do you uh do you want me to read the the there, there's a friend of naomi's that posted basically a timeline of things you mm-hmm. want me to go over that at all or uh jeremy why don't you lay that up and i'll read out the statement that obviously wwe put out so we can dig into the details yeah of how wwe yeah. put out a narrative of this during the show uh, I'll, I'll go through this uh, as fast as I can because I'm a good fast reader anyways. Uh, this is a source of a very good friend of Naomi's according to some reputable sources. Uh, you are a, This is basically a timeline that has been set up of the whole thing. That This isn't just a one night thing that boiled over. This was kind of bubbling for a while. You were approached in February and uh, being put as a tag team uh, after both being promised big feuds at WrestleMania. You bite the bullet, put everything you got into being a tag team. It works. You get over. You win the titles at WrestleMania and become merch pushers. Five weeks into your reign, you show up to live TV ready to work, and you are told you will be in the main event, and you are happy. You are both then told that one will be going over pinning the other. You have questions why that decision is made and how that helps you all. You You request a meeting with your boss to discuss it. Your boss takes the meeting and everything is going well. He understands your concerns. The meeting ends well, and the match is told to be reconstructed. For some reason, producers get mad about it. You then ask one of the members, uh, then you ask with one of the members going over, what happens to your titles? You're basically told that you are carrying belts. They will use you to help both women's champions get more over. And we we just, uh, I just broke that down for you. Who facing who? Neither one of you will win solo titles and you will not defend your tag titles until money in the bank. You ask for another meeting with your boss, but this time you're being called spoiled. A producer walks away screaming. He then comes back and tells both of you to fix your attitudes. Y'all have a brief meeting amongst yourselves and decide to stand up for yourselves. You go to another boss and make it clear you have concerns. You ask, why are you even in the match? Why aren't, aren't other women in it? You ask, why are your titles no? Sto- why do your titles have no stories for two months? Again, you're met with fix your attitudes. So after one final meeting with yourselves and asking others, you make the ultimate decision as a team. Uh, you work so, for the company. You work for the company. You're getting paid for the company. Mm-hmm. You're a performer for the company. This does not reflect on you personally this is a story that you're involved in mm-hmm. you need to go with what they want to do or why the heck are you working there 
But at the same time, Bill, you know, Vince McMahon has been very vocal and transparent in interviews where he wants input from wrestlers, right? He wants to, he mm -hmm. wants someone to challenge him on certain ideas, right? And we've seen that time and time again, where there are a select few uh, of talent that do challenge Mitchick Man and yeah. end up, you know, getting there. And I think this was one of those cases, but I don't know exactly where things fell apart. Because Sasha and Vince McMahon, from what we understand, have a good relationship. Yeah. I don't know what happened here. I don't know exactly what. I don't even think this was a Vince McMahon thing. From what I understand and what I read from the reports, this was a producer's thing, kind of just making things up as they yeah. go. It, it sounded like uh, management, it, whether it be Vince or right below him, was this, fine yeah. with the no. idea. And no, then like producers they, were got Mc, mad. McMahon and the top brass in WWE, from what we know, knew what they wanted to do before the show. Sasha yeah. Banks and Naomi did not want to go with this plan coming up into the pay-per-view in the next few months. They wanted to do something else. The agent, the producer on the match, who has to transfer those things, is the middle person. He's the assistant producer. He is the segment producer. Their segment is a match in the show. He's producing that segment. He's trying to produce it. They didn't want to go in this direction they were given scripted points and they didn't like the interaction with this producer i don't think this is really a mcmahon to them issue no. at this point no it, based um, on what you're saying now this is what the company said this is that statement i know we've all the seen final, this. vince has the final that's it we're not doing it Correct, or we are exactly doing it. yeah yes yeah. he's, you know. he's there in person this is calls. what WWE put out on WWE.com during Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Already, Corey Graves at this point has already called them unprofessional. This is the statement. When Sasha Banks and Naomi arrived at the arena this afternoon, they were informed of their participation in the main event for tonight's Monday Night Raw. During the broadcast, they walked into the head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis's office, with suitcases in hand, placed their tag team championship belts on his desk. Oh, they said belts. And walked Ooh, out. Naughty. Uh, they claimed they weren't respected enough as tag team champions, even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match. They claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents, even though they had matches with those individuals in the past with no consequences. Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show whose characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract we regret we were unable to deliver as advertised tonight's main event now there's some do, conflicts do you think, there. let me ask you a question mm -hmm. do you think if triple h was running backstage that this would have been a different result i don't know there's so many there's so many ifs or what could have changed or what didn't the thing the thing is they did it and and now there's going to be consequences for it yeah and what are those consequences going to be it's worth noting wwe has not reprimanded them and as far it. as we know right now, they have not been suspended. <laughs> we don't know the status of the, the women's tag team titles. Are they still champions? Are they still with the WWE? We have no idea. Yeah, and keep in mind, this is not a result of what just happened uh, or what was planned to happen on Monday. This is what has been happening the past month and what was going to happen the next month afterwards, the mm -hmm. next two months afterwards, because they weren't scheduled to defend those titles until July, uh, which is uh, uh, kind of a, a point of contention. Do you want to get into... Uh, some of the reactions from the absolutely. wrestling world. Yeah, uh, man, absolutely. We have a lot of fans talking. You guys who are, uh, if you're with us live or on demand, continue to let us know what you think about this. Because I know there's a lot of divided <clears> opinions <throat> about this. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sasha Banks is a huge following online. Everyone's just right behind Sasha in this. Uh, you're starting to see blowback from this. We've heard internally there's some people very aggravated with her. 
Not as much heat on Naomi, even though Naomi walked out with her as well. But let's see what's going on. What's the uh, A couple of tweets from uh, old Uncle Dax, uh, Dax Harwood uh, from AEW. Uh, first off, uh, CM Punk with a tweet. I don't know. Was this tweet new from Punk? Let me look here. Uh, CM Punk tweeted, uh, if you go back in time to stand up for yourself, you should stand up for, your, for the workers. Now, that's uh, a response that, to Matt Cardona, who's kind of goofing around on the whole situation. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Dax was agreeing with that with a 100. Dax also a message to Sasha. Always, always, always stand up for what you believe in. Effing always. Um, you know, Britt Brit Baker then uh, uh, during the show uh, uh, posts the graphic of the Joker. It's like, oh, Oh, maybe uh, teasing that uh, uh, one of those two ladies would be the Joker, which is not going to be the case. But uh, Big Swall, you must find the courage to leave the table if respect is no longer being served. A quote from Tanae Edwards. Um, you know, and then uh, going on, uh, going on, just some support. Uh, Mia Yim offering her support. Uh, <laughs> Joey Janela, how come no one acted like this when I walked out on CZW in 2018? <laughs> you don't look like that, Joey. <laughs> Bill, did you ever encounter anything like this? Uh, you know, back during the golden era, you know, seventies and eighties. Any, um, you know, performer that might have walked out because of disagreements with booking. Anything? There like was that one performer uh, who we're going to be talking about uh, uh, pretty Woo! soon. That's going to be uh, roasted. That uh, when uh, he saw me backstage, there were rumors. Uh, I forgot what city it might have been. It might have been Chicago. There were rumors all around the place that he was going to lose the NWA title to Ricky the Dragon, Ricky Steamboat at that time. And he saw me and he went into a corner with Jimmy Crockett and he said, what, what's going on here? If he's here with his camera, you know, and George Napolitano's there and all that. So that title change that was supposed to take place on a specific night did not, but they still went ahead with the match. They didn't walk out. Did Steamboat ever win the NWA heavyweight title? Yes. Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't remember. Uh Eric Calavera, dude, this is so a work. I can no. tell you, Eric, who's texting in here. I think that's possible. Had, we, that's that's what everybody possible. says. They can come out everybody Monday night that. on Raw and one of the uh uh Becky Lynch, I can't believe what you two did. You just walked out on us. You, you, you could uh, shoot yourself into a work, or you could work yourself into a shoot. And so either right. either one of those is possible. Right now, it's not a work. Right now, it's not a work. Obviously, they well, can if they if 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 they come to cooler heads, and you can get this. Yeah. Um. And then there's a lot of people obviously saying, "Oh, this is WWE's fault." WWE was very aggressive about not letting this get ahead of them and yeah. the put out this narrative. About it. Yeah. yeah. Like as soon as that happened, they put that statement out and controlling their narrative immediately. Yeah, because they've never they've never done anything like that before. Social media. Uh, they they didn't con thing? Uh, I don't know. I mean Bill Bill 20 years ago, 20 years ago, back to 2002, Stone Cold Steve Austin is, you know, on the final years of his career and is trying to be very selective about what he does. And is becoming very vocal, even on WWE content, about his role in the company and not being the top guy. He's, he's maybe number two or three at this point. And they have already defeated, you know, they've already defeated WCW. They're yeah. uh, after the invasion stuff isn't working. What are you doing with Stone Cold? And he's very uh, unhappy. And now you want him to lose clean on Monday Night Raw to Brock Lesnar. And he walks out yeah and he basically walked. he walked out because uh you know there was no build to it there was no sense to it he he kind of wanted 
it to mean something and just by doing it like that it just didn't mean anything to him he wanted it to build to something to make it pay off but it's still the most regrettable thing he's ever done in his career yeah. and he and he said it and, and they they painted him in a certain light oh yeah they did. and walked home different you, mind you were, different time we right. mind you in that situation he was advertised in advance people knew stone cold was going to be there he was supposed to get pinned by brock lesnar in that in that match right yes yeah he was yeah. supposed to lose so, to brock you know, somebody lesnar. just uh uh this cool somebody joe just posted something he said wouldn't it be something if uh they pulled a uh nash and hall and showed up at ringside in the seats at uh aew dynamite boy that causes that causes shit yeah cool that, would, uh, that would be a yeah. seismic shift that's what i'll tell you something that you're right that would be a- and i i honestly think that's why because it's so easy with social media now to create this false narrative or create a narrative that you would hope would be true where people would support and get behind right uh that they that they immediately went and said no you know especially because sasha has such an active audience online they wanted it clear and it's worth noting this isn't the first time sasha's done something like this you know what i mean like she hasn't done something like this but this is the first time they've gotten close to doing something like this and and she's a big star. She's a huge name. She has Mandalorian. She just did the show with Kevin Hart. And that's all these different options. And you would, and, and obviously she believes she's worth more. And some like all the speculation is there. We can get into that now. But I think the speculation is I, undeniable. I don't, I don't this think this was is an, I'll say this to me. <clears throat> if I'm in the WWE locker room, you did that for yourself, and you may be right. You may be prideful what you believe and, and someone disrespected you so you're walking out but the people you screwed over were the four other women in that main event two of them that didn't get to be in that main event yeah the referee the production team everyone else even that agent that may have disrespected you and everyone who trained and got you there and mm-hmm. and, and you walked out and to yeah. me like there's just it's there's no way to debate the unprofessionalism yeah but it. bravo to the people who fine-tuned and were able yeah. to put something else yeah uh in that place and a lot of people are wondering why did naomi go with her because yeah, yeah it's this isn't just about sasha this time this no. is this was about her and naomi and naomi agreed so it, it, this ain't about sasha or or her alone in this case mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gentlemen uh, i have to leave um, right. no i seriously do i have an appointment that i cannot miss right now uh i still have my original uh credit card looking thing for the roast of Ric Flair, I was supposed to be part of that uh, at Starcade many mm-hmm. years ago, and uh, uh, this is going to be fabulous. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can't uh, you can't miss this. I was a part of a lot of uh, wrestling ring roasts and stuff, and they're they're really a lot of fun. But you fans have to understand that the insults are all done in fun. Don't get yes. angry at them. You only roast the ones you love. Of course, check out Bill After's page up now at sportskeeda.com. A lot of great content from you there is Bill. Th- Bill, thank you so much for your insight on this. And obviously, yeah, no, no, I, I love being on the show here. And my current column, uh, if you go to uh, Sportskeeda, Bill After profile, is about what wrestler I picked, what male wrestler I picked, who would give Ronda Rousey a hell of a fight and vice versa. Okay, but I don't want to say who it is. All right. All there right. You thank you. Hey, guys, is wrestling fixed? I didn't know it was broken. I didn't know it was broken. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank um, you, so See you, Bill. Much, Bill. See you next All week. All right.
definitely go check out Bill's book, a wonderful book of this the 40 plus years he's had in the business is Wrestling Fix. I didn't know it was broken. It's available on Amazon as well. Uh obviously he led us into this story here. The roast of Ric Flair. Now we know yesterday we announced Ric Flair's last match. That is the event. It'll be a part of Starcast Five SummerSlam weekend in Nashville, Tennessee, that last weekend in July. And the roast of Ric Flair will also be a part of the weekend as well. Uh, this has been announced as well for the weekend. Now, the roast of Bruce Pritchard, which was a part of the first Star Cast weekend. This is the one that was done in the lead up to the first All In some years ago. I saw this live. It was one of the most entertaining things in terms of a non wrestling kind of like panel event I have ever seen. Point blank. Uh, Bill was a part of that weekend. He did a special panel on uh, Andy Kaufman. Uh, but this roast. It, uh, all the controversies of Rick aside, um, and you can talk about those things, and we're not sliding those in or ignoring them. You have to think if those things are going to come up in this roast. I got to um, here with uh, Ricky Castillo. If Jeffrey Ross isn't on this roast, I'm not watching it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. That's another thing is doing seeing the roast that uh, every show's put together. And I've seen this as a comedian. They put some really great comedians on that lineup. You can't just do this and have wrestlers out there because I think wrestlers are going to want to tell stories and do these different things. You have to have concise, well-pointed, well-articulated, well-timed jokes. And also, what's the day it's going to look like? Obviously, Rick is going to be roasted, but who up there with him is going to get roasted? Yeah. Um, James Mattern did this before, a really great comedian who has performed with Shuli Egar. Uh, Shuli has done one of these as well before from the Howard Stern Show. I've had the pleasure of performing with both of them. They both said it was one of the the doing one on Bruce Pritchard was one of the most fun they've ever had. Uh, and Dan St. Germain, who also produced uh, the Wrestling Roast podcast for Ed Free Shows. I would expect um, either all three of them or the two of the three of them to be involved in this for sure. WWE should get into the roast business during Hall of Fame weekend, right? Like, yeah. They, they should do it. They, they, they should do a, a replace a, the Hall a, of Fame. Yeah. Give me a roast. Yeah. 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 They should definitely replace the Hall of Fame. Apparently, they did one of Vince McMahon. That there's a tape of it somewhere, but it's it was never meant for public consumption, and that this was done as like a private event, and it was taped on one camera. I've heard that from several people, and I almost wish Bill was still with us. Maybe he could probably confirm it for us. Um, and I would love to see it. It is something that was explored in the early days of the WB Network, but they never pulled the trigger and did it. Yeah, which is odd because that was when uh, all the Comedy Central roasts were kind of on fire. You had uh, Donald Trump, Bob Saget, uh, Kid Rock, mm-hmm. uh, Justin Bieber. There was a, you know, a lot of good ones there, and those were events. You know, like you would watch, you would, uh, I would get excited to see those come out, man. Yeah. Even even if it wasn't a celebrity I didn't care about. Uh, Ricky Casquillo, how do you get a helicopter on an airplane? Call Ric Flair. Woo! I, I bet, I bet there'll be marriages talked about on that roast. Oh yeah, which one? <laughs> which one? Which one? All of them? Uh, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out here. Uh, DLC platform here, the DLC downloadable content for WW2K22. We're doing something special with that. A most wanted pack has been announced. Vader will be involved there. Ilya Dragunov from NXT UK, the Boogeyman. Yes, and Cactus Jack, among others, set to be a part of it. Indy Hartwell as well. A lot going on with this DLC pack, and it seems like the more I talk to people about 2K22, the more they say this game is more fun to play. I know they've probably put some patches in the game. It has been so much more well-received than the the <laughs> unmitigated disaster that was 2K22. We're doing a special live stream with this, Jeremy. Our first Twitch gaming Tomorrow. stream is going to be going down this Wednesday night. 
Yeah, uh, so this uh, DLC pack actually just dropped today uh, with those six wrestlers. Nine ninety nine is the price. Also comes with uh, nine, my. F- nine uh, also comes with my faction cards with it. Uh, if you play the my faction, kind of like the my team mode, if you're familiar with the uh, NBA uh, 2K uh, type of deal, there we can build your own team with uh, with cards and stuff. Um, there are going to be three more DLC packs coming out in the months ahead, and uh, so yeah, we're gonna. Uh, after dynamite tomorrow night we are going to uh kick off uh the twitch here with uh getting over on twitch and uh, we're going to be doing some uh, gm mode uh we'll start a gm we'll uh, do a little bit of uh drafting to uh to uh, two brands and uh we'll have a head of one brand going up against the head of another brand and uh, see how we do uh we want you guys to join along so subscribe to our twitch channel uh, sports key to wrestling all one word and uh get your input on who who should be drafted uh which direction we sh- should we go with the federation and all sorts of things we're going to ask for your input so make sure that you uh subscribe to twitch uh go to sign up for a twitch account if you've not gotten one mm-hmm. it's easy to do uh search for sports key to wrestling all one word after dynamite uh, a little bit after dynamite goes off the air we're going to go live for about an hour and uh run the GM mode uh, to start the uh, the first couple weeks of uh, how the GM is going, how that uh, how that universe is going to play out. And if you can't catch that live, you can also watch those on demand on Twitch as well for the next few weeks. Yeah, you only have uh, thirty days to watch it on demand because after thirty days, they delete the the recorded video. Yeah, there so, you go. Stay on top of it. Yeah, so uh, definitely uh, join in tomorrow night after Dynamite and uh, give us your two cents uh, and uh, let us know what direction you want to go. And uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun doing it. Uh, a lot of people with the comments here. I know we had a lot of people talking today. I think this is the most comments we've had in quite some time. Obviously, it's a big topic everyone's talking about here. Dwayne Twerry, bro, these guys hating on WWE and making money with WWE at the uh, ads at the same time. Here's the thing, Dwayne. I, I, I get the idea. We had somebody earlier saying that we were we were WWE ass kissers earlier in the same stream. So there's no there's no way to please anybody here. And I don't know if you saw the whole show, Dwayne. Uh, so here's the, and the other people saying the same thing. I'm of the thought there's still so much we don't know about this. Big disagreement. Uh, I I just can't agree with the way they handled it. I, I I to me I was like go out there and do the match and if you want out do that because then you you just oh. affected everyone else watching the show, everyone else oh. producing the show, everyone else on the show. Breaking well. news. What uh, do we got? X- XFL has struck a deal with Disney. Oh uh, X- man. XFL. Well, I, mean, I mean the Rock or the Rock and Seven Bucks already got a good relationship with Disney, so this is not surprising. Yep, All right, XFL is the Pro Football League launched uh, once again by Vince McMahon and Elf Entertainment, a Southside property. Fell apart during the pandemic. Uh, the Rock and an investment group came in. Redbird, I believe Red. I think Redbird is the name. I don't something like that. Name. Yeah, uh, uh, it came in and they, they bought a majority interest. They're going to relaunch the league next spring. Yep. So the uh, the games, uh, regular season of playoff games, set to be airing on ESPN, ABC, and FX. Oh. Good for them. Of course, the USFL is is on right now and has some presentations, kind of like spring summer football league, though. My God, I don't believe that, that league has been well received. It so. is boring AF. Hold did you Jeremy, did you see the, the USL USFL player doing uh drills? I've watched a while few games smoking the and... cigarette. Did you see no. this? Nice. Yes. Nice. He, that's he like, was that's on like, camera smoking. That's like that 2002 movie with Keanu Reeves, The Replacements. You that's, know how terrible not, it is I'm when Pat smoking some beers and smoking a cigarette. You you know how terrible it is is it's on Fox and Pat McAfee was trashing it on SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, and a lot of people with different different things here. Uh, it, it is interesting to see how this all plays out. Like this whole situation with Sasha and Naomi, there's still so much we don't know about it. Uh, I'm of the thought, and and I'll, we we've covered it. I I just I think they could have handled this a better way. Like yeah. even if if it's there's so many other things that people in WWE do that they don't want to do, that yeah. that are scripted things that they go out there and they do them, <clears> you know. And if you get put in that position, and and this is how you want to handle it. I just think there's other ways. I've been in a locker room. I, I've worked in the independent wrestling world. I've been in a situation similar to this. And if that person chose to go another way, and th- this, is, this is a long, long time ago, and I'm a fly in the wall in that situation. I felt for not that person, but everybody else who's affected by that. Everybody else who's supposed yeah, to be in that match. The Everyone falls on them. Yes, and 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 and, uh, and I I don't disagree if they have a, a they're very upset about it, but the consequence of it doesn't uh, outweigh, you know, <laughs> like well I, I have pride that's fine, but the, the, there's there's something in pride as well, you know. There's a sacrifice. Do you, do you think Kevin Owens was excited to do this oddly uh, created gimmick with Ezekiel, which uh, on paper looked kind of ridiculous? Though now it's playing out to be great, and Ezekiel because he's made it great. Yeah, Kevin Owens is making that great. Kevin Owens is making that great. Ezekiel looked good in the ring on Monday too. I mean, and then and then adding Gable and Otis. That signature me. That's Elias's move. (laughs) Well, here's another thing. We're not talking about anything else on Monday Night Raw. Nothing. No, not not after last night. No. So so this is another thing. You took you went and made a distraction for everybody else on the show. And, and you went and made a distraction for all the fans following the show. So what have you done? What, what like, what, like, I, I know some people are like, oh, there needs to be this and stand up to WWE and all these different things. I get it. But my mind, I'm just like, there are individuals affected by your actions and consequences of those actions. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm saying. That isn't a pro WWE stance. It's a pro pro wrestling stance. That's my stance. So if anyone says we're a pro WWE podcast, no, we're a pro wrestling. Podcast. Well, I think he just told us we were an anti WWE podcast. I know we had some people saying that we yeah, were. No, I, yeah. <laughs> we had so many. We had two different comments the on the show. That's why. That's why I'm doing a. That's why I'm doing a WWE video game stream tomorrow night. <laughs> right oh, after Dynamite. Right after Dynamite. About Dynamite. Where, we'll, where, where Jose and I will probably talk about Dynamite. You company shill. You co- you're just a shill from it. Me. We're gonna merge. You are, the, we're gonna merge the two companies tomorrow night. I hope, I hope you collect your check from Jacksonville and Stanford at the same time. Uh, I I would like to. Yes, please. <laughs> Definitely follow us on the Twitch machine. Sports Kid Wrestling, all one word. You can follow at Jose G. Thank you so much, Jose. There's just so much we had to put together today at the last minute. I know. You can follow. You can follow after wrestling. After one wrestling. Follow me at Kev Calm and Jeremy Bennett as well on the Twitter machine at JB Huskers. Thank you guys so much. Did you enjoy this show? How come you haven't hit that like button yet? How come you haven't shared that link or you stink? <sighs> Tell them what they got to do when they watch wrestling, guys. <sighs> Even when your favorite wrestler walks out of a live Monday night show, mm-hmm. you just have to take a deep breath. <gasps> exhale. Remember that everything's okay mm-hmm. and to enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Talk. Let me talk to you. Talk it out. You should talk it out first. That's what you should do. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out.